Welcome to Never End the Intermission, where we'll talk about the next movie we'll be subjecting Tepper to. I'm your host, Ivan. I'm Jeff. I'm Shauna. And I'm Tepper. So, we just got off The Running Man. Yeah. He ran. There was running. Quite a bit of running. A little bit of driving. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Not too much by Schwarzenegger. He did some sledding. He did a lot of running. People Uh, tried to hit him while driving. Yeah. Uh, I don't actually know if he drove at all. He did, well, mm, drive, no. He did fly a helicopter. I think he, like, he, yeah, and, like, he took a taxi, I think, to his brother's old apartment or whatever. Yeah, yeah, true. um, I think putting thought into it, this movie has... The worst one-liners by Arnold Schwarzenegger, second only to his Ice Guy from Batman. Classic Ice Guy. Oh, I I feel like the Batman ones are so bad that they come back around. Like, if we were actually going to make a list of, like, even just among the Schwarzenegger movies we've all seen, like, what has the best to worst one-liners? Like, I don't know if I'd put Batman last, because it's just so bad that it's kind of funny. Well, and, like, it's also, like... It's not just his one-liners that are bad in Batman. Like, that whole movie is that quality. Yeah. So, like, That's a good point. It's not out of place. Yeah. But, like, it's, a, like, what killed the dinosaurs. The Ice Age. Like, it's just, <laughs> oh, it's so good. It, that's like, not even a lie. Like, that's just, like, a fact. Like, could you imagine yeah. <laughs> if, like, there's, like, some flat-earther villain who just comes up to you and, like, spews anti-science, and you're just kind of like, no, no, like, you're wrong. <laughs> what killed the dinosaurs? Well, there's actually a lot of contesting theories about that, and we're not entirely sure. <laughs> Ice to meet you. <laughs> uh, but I, I agree with Jeff on this one. The the Batman movie one-liners wrap around to from bad to good. Uh, with this movie... Does anyone even know which Batman movie that is? Is that is Forever? It Forever, I think. I think so. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, for this movie, I'm trying to, like, I'm struggling to even remember some of the one-liners, so that kind of means they were probably mediocre. Yeah, there was, um, I remember, I can't remember what the exact line was, but I know there was one in particular that was just really bad. Like, it was just, oh, the delivery and everything of it was, uh, the structure of it. it. Yeah, it was just across the board bad. I think that was before he gets sent into the game. Um... But I, I can't remember for sure. Um, from what I remember, like, there's some other, like, all right ones in that movie, but it's pretty forgettable, to be honest. Fair. I think the commentators had some decent ones about, like, the gladiators, but I don't actually remember any of them, really. And I've but seen you this got, movie multiple times, so. You gotta let the guy who can't speak English very well deliver those lines. <laughs> Yeah, like, it, it was, uh, I mean, like, one-liners aside, like, it was a fun movie. Like, definitely wouldn't top any of my, like, like, if I was to put together, like, a list of best Arnold movies, probably wouldn't be at the top, but it's not unwatchable. And, like, it's pretty, it's, like, fun in certain respects, but, yeah, not not anything amazing. Yeah. Well, I, I think, yeah, because there's certain movies that when you go back and you see either the like, the CG or the practical effects were just, like, don't hold up. But I think this movie was was fine. 
Like, oh, yeah. In that yeah. way, the, the visuals and everything, they held up okay. Yeah, yeah, like, like it's, um, yeah, like, it's not so much that they're, the movie is, like, outdated as it was just, it's just kind of unremarkable. Uh, especially put next to a lot of Arnold's really good movies. Um, it just doesn't stand out, so it's, yeah. Yeah, like, comparing to his more serious and his more comedic, it's both, it's kind of middling to low, probably. Yeah. Which is interesting, because it seems like they made this movie to with just the Arnold appear, appeal, because the poster says, Arnold is the running man. Like, they just, they didn't name drop the character's name. It's just the actor is this, the main character. The actor is the movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, because I mean, like, Arnold was, like, obviously, like, a super huge action star at the time, but, like, that doesn't mean that, it, like... The movie is built around Arnold, but that doesn't mean that it's not mediocre. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like it's an Arnold action movie. The problem is there's better Arnold action movies. Uh, like, like Commando is the main one that comes to mind for me. It's always Commando. It's always Commando. I love that movie. <laughs> you always bring up Commando. Because it's good. It is so <laughs> good. And it's the same movie as Collateral Damage. I haven't watched Collateral Damage. I can never get the two separated. They're so very similar. <laughs> we should watch Collateral Damage. <laughs> we will next year. Because <laughs> then, then that way we can do a direct one-to-one -to, -one to Commando and see if it really is that similar. That'll be the special episode for our Patreon supporters only. Hear us nitpick two different Arnie movies to death. <laughs> We're actually just when we when we watch it, I'm going to give half of the people watching it Commando and the other half uh, collateral damage. So we'd be sitting down to talk about a movie. We don't know which one of, like, who is watching what movie. <laughs> I like good. the part where Arnie shot a guy. <laughs> yeah, I really like that part, too. Remember that one-liner he did while reloading? Classic. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke, of course. Arnold Schwarzenegger never reloads. <laughs> Doesn't need to. Reloading, reloading's for cowards. If that was, like, in his contract or something, where it's like, oh, yeah, we want him to say this, like, badass line while he's reloading the gun, and his agent would just be like, whoa, 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 you can't show him reloading a gun. <laughs> it's right there in the contract. I can't remember if it's a joke or a real thing, but, like, Steven Seagal kind of had a thing where he uh, he was given the ability to, like, na like, name the movies he was in. Like, give them the title. Which would certainly explain a lot about those movie titles. And I think I think with Steven Seagal too, I think they're all like three word titles. Yeah, stuff like on Deadly Ground, uh, Under Siege, um, Dress to Kill. I don't know. I just remember yeah, yeah, like reading something about it once, where it was like all of his movies. Yeah, had like three word titles, and yeah, were just something so corny. It'd be amazing if he was actually like secretly telling a story through the titles. <laughs> You just, like, put them in, in the correct order. It's Let just, me like, out. They put me in a 30-movie contract. Let me out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so so here's, here's some of them. So, yeah, Under Siege, Above the Law, Hard to Kill, On Deadly Ground, Fire Down Below, Exit Wounds. Oh, my God. This is bad. Execu They're all two to three. 
<laughs> I, I'm okay. There's a couple one like attrition. They must have just used like the same focus groups who were always like, yes, these titles. <laughs> like it's actually amazing. Like they're all two to three uh, word titles. This is well. I think I think Steven Seagal probably did like it. Probably was working with relatively like the same team and like production studio and all that. Yeah. So they were probably just again kind of like the you know the the books you see you know, for sale before you get on a plane. Like, it's all kind of, like, B-movie level, where it's like, oh, hear about this, like, dejected mm. author, like, uh, you know, running around Europe and rediscovering himself. Well, he solves an ancient mystery. Yeah, and, and I mean, like, I, I like Steven Seagal movies, like, as the B-movie trash that they are. Like, they're kind of fun to watch. Um... um. Maybe, I'm just realizing, maybe 90s action stars just had a superpower that making a one-liner reloads your gun. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> that's a good That's a good power. Yeah, that's sick. <laughs> Do you imagine, like, each, yeah, you're just standing there in the final confrontation with the last villain, and, like, they're both out of bullets, and you just say something stupid, and the other guys, you just hear, like, chick, chick. <laughs> <laughs> like what that's not fair like you didn't tell me you could you had another magazine it's like i didn't you know, he loves it. <laughs> <laughs> shoots him dead oh man wow he's still making movies too seagull yeah 2016 2013 2015 yeah i think he's just like super into like himself if you know what i mean we're like he, because he does martial arts, and he, he's probably good because he's older than me and has done martial arts longer than I could ever do. But like, I think he's has it in his head where like he's like super good at like martial arts, even though he looks like like his face looks like it's melting off his skull. He um, has not aged well. Yeah, exactly. Harsh. <laughs> Harsh. Steven Seagal, please don't beat me up. But secretly, you could beat me up if you want to. Um, <laughs> But, like, you see, Rain, where, like, I think he just has a bunch of people around him, and they all just want to make the same movie. So, like, every three years, they just make the same movie. Anyway, this has been the Steven Seagal portion of the Arnold Schwarzenegger podcast. I'm sure Arnie won't mind. We didn't talk about uh, Sylvester Stallone, so it's yeah, fine. We don't, we don't badmouth Arnie, so today on the 80s action movie star list, we're knocking Steven Seagal down two pegs. Arnie retains his number one position. <laughs> I mean, that'd be an interesting thing to think about is, like, what kind of, like, 90s action star, like, how would you even, like, rate them? Who who would you say is the best? That's a, that's an interesting concept. What is best? Fantasy tropes? There's so many D&D &D things. You guys were sacrificing a woman to a snake and you're upset that there's a couple people watching? Like three things that we could talk about. Boy wheel, snake arrows, and camel punch. <laughs> it was the most pornographic in the entire movie. Unhinges his jaw and stuffs scenery into it. <laughs> After watching this, I have not ever seen any of it before. So, eventually, one of them boys is gonna get hungry, but also faster than the other boys. <laughs> she, she likes younger men, like, you know what, whatever. She didn't need to be rescued at any point, so like, kudos for that. So many tits in this movie. Yep. Yeah, there was more <laughs> yeah. than I expected for an '80s action movie. And like, that's not a bad it's... thing. It was just—it was very easy to follow the story. 
and like civilization is corruption and like freedom and adventure is like the true you know like humanity why can't my daughter learn the truth of her soul from me her father you know that thing your <laughs> father does for you yeah you gotta fuck for the prophecy definitely not a feminist film let's not be crazy oh, no, no. but like it's a very war oriented club hey hashtag not all snake cults there are a lot of snake cults they all they get a bad rap Snakes are shitty animals. That's right, it's Conan the Barbarian. So please, watch along, and when the episode comes out, send any questions or comments you have to contact at downloadablezebras.com or message us on Twitter at DLZebra or search for Downloadable Zebras on Facebook. We haven't gotten a lot of questions and stuff. Maybe we should start telling our listeners to listen again. That seems... Bold. It's a bold strategy. I I know it's kind of out there, but I think it would really improve our listener participation if they listened. And our, we encourage that. Our listener retention if we told them to. Yes. Are there sequels to Conan? Uh, yes, there is Conan the Conqueror or something, or Exile. No. Okay, because I just think it would be really funny if there was, like, Conan, the sous chef, or, like, Conan, the (laughs) dog whisperer, where he, like, settles (laughs) down and gets a real job. And then there's also, like, Red Sonja, which Conan is in. I think that's the three movies that exist. That sounds right. Oh, Conan the Destroyer is the sequel. So, yeah, Running Man was pretty good. Yep, and... Conan, I'm sure, will be a fun ride. Yep, I know Chris is extremely excited, so that's got me excited. very jazzed. And I listened to, because Chris sent me most of the soundtrack, uh, or not most of the soundtrack, he sent me the soundtrack and I listened to most of it, and uh, yeah. My brain is actually still stuck on Conan the sous chef, and I'm just trying to imagine (laughs) Arnold Schwarzenegger pronouncing like really difficult ingredient names. (laughs) You need to use more arugula. Like I can't even do it right now. <laughs> arugula. Yeah, that was better. Someone please give Arnold a cooking show. I'd watch it. Yeah, like I don't have anything else really to say about Running Man. It's a pretty straightforward movie. Anyone else got any final thoughts, I think? Want to talk about Steven Seagal some more? No. No. I've got time. Uh, <laughs> Our listeners uh, do not, though. You don't know that. Maybe they, yeah, maybe they're dying for us to talk about Steven Seagal some more. Please send us questions if you'd like us to talk about Steven Seagal. Or even watch some Steven Seagal movies. Oh, we yeah, that probably fun, won't. Yeah. But, you know. I mean, it kind of depends if there's any Steven Seagal movies we've seen that Tepper hasn't. Because that's kind of the format oh, of this yeah, podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. You can find us all on downloadablezebras.com, and a special thanks to 8 Jazz for the use of our theme song. You can find them on YouTube or follow the link in the description. Bye!